we go, another five minutes of Tefillah, Baruch Hashem. We're in the middle of discussing what Rashim Shepinkis is explaining of Nipol, the type of Tefillah which means to fall literally, to be completely submissive, completely reliant on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And we concluded yesterday with the understanding that there's two ways that you could ask someone for something. You could ask someone, can I have this? Can I have that? A poor person can even ask, can I have this? And then, can I have that? But then there's the way that one asks that he realizes that the person he's asking is the only address. It's not that, ah, if you give me a hundred dollars, I'll go to the next guy for another hundred. If you give me a thousand, I'll go to someone else. There's a type of asking when one realizes that you are the only address I can ask to. And that's what we concluded yesterday, that that is the way we have to start realizing to Davin. That when we Davin, of course, when we were to Davin, Rahman al-Islam for someone sick, or if we're davening a woman b'shas leida, of course in those moments one realizes it's all b'yad Hashem. But we have to daven at each and every day that way. And he explains that this is how we can explain the famous tefillah of Chayni Amagel. That Chayni Amagel draws a circle and he stands in front of it and he says, Akadosh Baruch Hu, I make a shvua, I swear, I'm not moving until you have mercy on your children. So it's true. Prior of Shemshapikas has taught us that this might not have been such an appropriate tefillah. But the way that he davened, the complete recognition that Hashem is the only address, that's the type of tefillah that we're working on. And he says, such a beautiful mashal. Not that he needs my askama, but I enjoyed the mashal incredibly. He says, David HaMelech in Tehillim Kuf teaches us, and he explains that this type of tefillah can be learned out from a mother. He says, when a mother holds a newborn child and the mother cares for the child day and night, what's the reason? It's because the mother realizes that the child is completely dependent and the child's not going to get its food from anywhere else and the child's not going to get its warmth, its comfort, its love from anywhere else. And therefore the mother tends to the child. And he continues with the mashal. Rishin Shemingas teaches us as follows. When the newborn baby cries in the middle of the night, does the mother go, ay? No, the mother realizes that your child needs it, her. It's not difficult for the mother to get up at that stage because the mother understands with absolute clarity that the child needs me, <laughs> the child needs to eat, the child needs a pacifier, the child needs warmth, whatever the child needs, I, the mother, am the only entity that's going to help this child. But what happens, says Rishim Shem Pinkis, the kid gets a little bit older. At that point, the kid cries in the middle of the night. All of a sudden now, the parents, they start complaining to get up. And it's difficult to get up. What's the reason? If we go deep into the psyche, you know why? Because now, we feel they don't really need us. Why is he crying? Why is she crying? Just roll over, you'll be okay. You don't really need to eat. You don't really need anything. At the moment that the parent realizes that the kid doesn't really need them entirely at that moment. Of course, the children always need the parent. But at that moment, in the middle of the night, at 3 o'clock in the morning, when the 4 or 5-year-old cries out, the parents are like, just go back to sleep. Their response, says Rishim Shabinkis, is really deep into the psychology of realizing that when someone is completely dependent, you respond with ease. 
and when someone isn't, then you do not. And says Rav Shem Shabinkis, that is the reason why when we daven to Hashem, we have to daven in a manner that there's no other address to turn to. And he says, with this we can explain why HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears the cries of a Yasam, of an Almana, of a widow. Why? The reason is very simple. The reason is because they have nowhere else to turn to. And the more that we realize this, and the more that we become accustomed to this, the more that we could slowly input into our tefillahs, little by little understanding that the tefillah is 100% up to Hashem. And of course, and tomorrow we're going to discuss a little more, there is an entity called Ishtadlus, of course. And of course, there is that which we have to do in the practical realm, 100%. But when we're davening, the tefillah is with the absolute recognition that hakol talui boy yisparach in Hashem. We'll explain that last detail more tomorrow. B'siyata d'shmai.